Repeat, so repeat after me. Say, you cannot have it. You cannot have it. God gave it to me. This power, this good, not used for evil, between collarbone and chin, it will not go silent, boom like sonic, born before sight, this lightning, this love, it does not belong to you. It is misplaced maybe, but never lost. Always found. Protected. Because I protect it. Like security. Sound off. Velocity of volume. You're good. It is, it is my voice. My voice. It, is it is my voice. My voice. It, is it is my voice. My voice. If you would, please rise. It is your voice. Never forget the power of your voices. Now use your voice to repeat after me. One of the greatest poets to me, Muhammad Ali, would always say this. And I want you to say, say, I'm the greatest. Let's wake up the whole church. I'm the greatest. I'm the greatest. I said that before I knew I was. I said that before I knew I was. Don't tell me I can't do something. Don't tell me it's impossible. Don't tell me I'm not the greatest. Because I, I, I am. We are. We are. We are. We are. Double the greatest. Give a partner a high five. Give a partner a high five. Thank you. High five. Ah, there you go. <laughs> See your neighbor. See your neighbor. See neighbor. We need each other to keep each other free. And so let us be partners in that. So partnership is, is important. That's it. You don't have to repeat that part. But partnership is important. Nate and I have been partners in putting this together today, and he got me going and inspired. And so we need to be there for each other to improve, to continue to improve the world that we live in. And we got to change things. One of the things that I shared lately, because I just learned it myself, is sometimes things are right in front of your face your whole life, and you just don't know it. And then you find out that it's horrible, and so then you got to figure out how to change that thing. And so one of the things that I just learned that I didn't know, how many folks are familiar with the, the song from the ice cream truck? That song is actually from one of the most racist songs ever. It was written by someone named Harry Brown. Like, you can Google it and everything, like, now or later or something like that. But it comes from a song that was called N-Words, Love Watermelon. Ha, ha, ha. That's the title of it. And it was in Columbia Records. And like when you Google it and you listen to the song, like you can actually hear the actual song, you'll be like, really? And it's, you, you realize it's the same thing. But for like well, my whole youth, I'm, you know, I hear the song, it like triggers, you know, ice cream. But now it's such a different feeling and different emotion comes from that. 
And so now I found myself saying, now that I know this, what do I do with this information? How do I impact things? And so I've been sharing it in hopes that we can impact the ice cream truck <laughs> and change the song or something like that, because now we know what it is. Once you have information, you're responsible for it, yes? So let's be responsible for it. And so with that, I share the following. Hey there, black child. Hey there, young child. Hey there, brown child swinging from the tree. Instead of whips and chains, now they just shoot me. See you next time with bulletproof skin. They figured out a new way to kill us again. Hands up, don't shoot is what we say. I can't breathe, don't kill me that way. My spirit don't die. God loves me. Tell the pearls of the world a newborn baby. Ferguson, Missouri's an epidemic, not a situation. If it's not an epidemic to you, that means it's not affecting you yet. I bet if a group killed countless people group like you, it would be an epidemic to you. But hold up, stop and frisk this around the age when I was old enough to go outside and play by myself. My mother said, boy, when you get stopped by the police, if you get stopped by the police, because they do that sometimes, don't do anything that might get you killed or locked up. In fact, stay in this neighborhood, on this block, in front of this building, so that you're close to home, baby. And that's exactly where these boys are murdered, in their neighborhoods, on their blocks, in front of their buildings, and close to home. This is poverty of a soul, living in a wealth of pain. How do you explain ripping the life out of an unarmed body? And I don't know what to say, so I begin to act. Like my name is Michael, Erica, Oscar, and I lived in Ferguson, Brooklyn, and Oakland, living like them black boys do, dying like them black boys do, and they say, too far, please don't overreact because black boys aren't under attack, and that's mostly said by those who are not black, and I feel like I'm under attack. See, it's hard being human when you started out as property. It's hard being human when you're the anomaly. It's hard being human when you're minoritized. Understand it's hard being human when you learn that once, you were considered just three-fifths of one. See us as heartbeats and not target sheets. And this ain't just about black boys or 200 kidnapped girls or condemning all the police in the world. This is about deconstructing systems of oppression, breaking away from the chains and shackling our brains and seeing all humans as humane. Turn down for what? This gives us every reason to simply turn up. Let's sacrifice like unlace our eyelashes, let them flutter to the floor. Catch as much as I can in my eyes, except the dirt never gets in yours. Come on now, is sacrifice that hard, or is it uncomfortable? Is privilege a right, or is it comfortable? Ferguson, Missouri's deconstruction of the myth that we live in a post-racial consensus. See, we either work together or remain separate forever. Not a moment, but a movement. How much death does it take before we see life? They've been murdering black men since Jesus Christ, and the Lord said, black lives matter. Everybody matters, not just white bodies matter, but when young white bodies get snatched, everything is used to catch those body snatchers, but not kidnappers of black and brown bodies. It's true. Check 1776, 1812, and 1492. When white bodies leap from roofs, remember, black and brown bodies fight suicide too. Recognize that darker bodies get abused too, just like white bodies do, but it seems to not matter till it happens to a white body. But anybody that's hurt should have somebody alert, a body that can assist in the matter. We all matter when black and brown bodies get hurt, it should hurt white bodies too until those bodies are rescued. All I'm asking is if somebody can remind everybody that nobody is a nobody and that black, brown, and white bodies are all beautiful human bodies. Good morning, everyone. Here is our world together, you and I. Beautiful things happen and hard things too.
Let us keep our hearts tender and our words true. This is what we are about. We know there's no answer but to love each other. We bear witness against unnecessary destruction. We gather here Sunday after Sunday to practice being the person that we are trying to be. And we remind ourselves that we cannot do everything, but that something's never nothing. So let us forget our perfect offering. There is a crack in everything. Say with me. That is how the light gets in. So Jamil, you have your, um, what were the shoes again? Donatello. Donatello. So there, there are how many Ninja Turtles were there? Three. No, there's four, because I have my... What would be his name or her name? Pre- the preacher Ninja Turtle. Nathan. Nathan, okay, all right. <laughs> so say, say after me, once upon a time. Upon a time. I'm, I'm pulling a little Jamil here. Once upon a time. <laughs> okay, I'll tell you, fine. Once upon a time, almost, I think it was four years ago, Jamil and I met with Katie Frazzinelli and Anne LaFleur at Station 5 Grill down in Natick. It's near the Roche Brothers. Um, If you go, it's cash only. I learned that the hard way. (laughs) And you pay that fee when you go into the ATM at the Roche Brothers. Anyway, I met Jamil because, Jamil, your poetry was mentioned to me after people from our racial justice team and others of you went to see a movie at the Center for Arts in Natick. The movie was called I Am Not Your Negro, about a book James Baldwin never finished. And you, Jamil, you opened your show with the poem that you just shared for us a little bit ago called Comfort Control. That opening line about, about Ferguson, Missouri, which is only 11 miles from where I grew up, where our house is, Mom, that's right, and it stays with, these, with me still. You said, Jamil, how do you feel about the situation in Ferguson? It's not an epidemic. It's not a situation. It's not an ed- epidemic to you. That tells me it's not affecting you, you said, Jamil. Yet if a group killed countless numbers of people grouped like you, it would be an epidemic to you. I heard, I keep hearing those lines, Jamil. It's like this, your poem is saved in my files and they're hot to my ears. You ever heard like your feet, your ears get hot? Your words are hot to my ears. They're hot to my heart. Because they're showing us again and again what it's, what we know in our heads, but we actually don't experience very often, at least me, let me speak for myself. I experience in my body which is just how segregated and segmented we've all become. This notion that if it's not affecting me, then it's not really an epidemic, it's more like a headline. I mean, Jamil, my mom never told me what yours did. You never said to me, Mom, when stopped by police, When stopped by police, don't do anything that might get you killed. You never said that to me. Or locked up. In fact, stay in this neighborhood, on this block, in front of this building, so you're close to home. 
It's like a cold water shock to the body hearing those words, Jamil, that once upon a time when your mom told you that is still this upon a time, right? And what's needed, as you say, is for white people like me to join with you and deconstruct the myth that we live in a post-racial consensus because with togetherness and the right reading list, you said, and a raised fist, you said, that kisses instead of punishes, we can do this. And you said, lift your spirit. So Jamil preached the poem. We are once upon a time. Once upon a time, there was life before us. Not as good as life with us. There will be more, once upon a time, that could be greater than us if we once upon a time us together. Once upon a time there was light. Once upon a time there was freedom. Love was once upon a time. Time was once upon us like sun dust. Us was time once. Time was ours. Our time. Let me hear you say our time. Our time. Fairy tales came and took our once upon a time. Once upon a time is not the problem. The problem is that once upon a time we became me. Thus, there was no longer us. That was the birth of distrust. Once upon a time, there was kindness. Kindness is upon us. Us was sparked by kindness. To my native friends, spark kindness. Once upon a time, there was no lie. They lied to us, on us, through us. Once upon a time, there was just us. Once upon a time, there was no race. Could there be a time once just justice? Once upon a time, there might be equality. Once upon a time, there was help. Once upon a time, there was a sign. Can you see mine? Can you see thine? Once upon a time, once upon a time, there was God and light and love, divine in her kiss. Kahani, let me hear you say Kahani. Kahani, Kahani is a Hindi word that means once upon a time. Once upon a time, there were no aliens. Now some humans are called aliens. Once upon a time, there were no borders. Now there's a new world order. Once upon a time, there was dance, and now all we have is this. Once upon a time, we were familiar. Now we're estranged. We've deranged the range of human emotion. Once upon a time, sanctuaries were safe. Churches were safe. Once upon a time, everyone had water. Once upon a time, we all could eat. Once upon a time, there were polar ice caps. Once upon a time, there will be climate justice. We are climate justice. Once upon a time, there was no YouTube. Now tragedy is viewed as comedy. Once upon a time, we were personal. Once upon a time, we were original. Indigenous turned digital, turned this Mars Pixar. I mean, swing narratives parkour like monkey bars. See those angels over there? They're so children-like. They don't know gender, just blessing. Selfless selfies, not in the picture. Lightless light bulbs, photogenic like ghosts. Powerless light switches, they are always jumping off. Shine on. Remove the weapon, the people will live. Learn them some righteousness, the people will forgive. Kahani, Kahani, Kahani. Once upon a time, there was we, God body. We are love. Once upon a time, we will return to love. 
Let me hear you say return to love. Return to love. Return to love. Once upon a time, we'll return to love. I need <laughs> your optimism. So far in this new year that now feels like a very old year. Does that feel that way to you? So far in this new year, I, I've been waxing and waning, mostly waning on my private until now public resolution to turn off the Trump channel and the outrage and the news addiction because the upsetness that I start to feel when I see all that stuff only helps me to do one productive thing, which is to go faster with anger on my bicycle. Anger's fuel, right? But it burns fast. It burns hot. Anger's not sustainable. And your vision, Jamil, from once upon a time, which is as much about the future as it is the past, needs us to have spirits and souls and hearts and minds and bodies that are built more for the marathon than the 100-yard sprint. Right? Right. So I, I, this is, that's a new poem Jamil gave for us, a new one for this year. It's as much about the world we want to see as it is about the world that is, right? Right. More about the people, Jamil, that we are trying to be than the people we are, right? I'm reminded of our, one of our affirmations of Unitarian Universalism, which says that our religion ought to be primarily concerned with this life more than some other life, this world more than some other world, this body more than some other body. We say, we like to say that we try to get more heaven into people than more people into heaven. Sounds good. The problem, though, is that it means the salvation's here, which is kind of a bummer sometimes. It means it's now. It means it's in you, it's, it's in me. Like, I don't feel equipped to do this sometimes. It's not in the brochure of, of clacking palm trees and beaches elsewhere. It's not there. It's not in the escape plan to a new life or a new relationship or the new gym routine or the new job or the new diet. Or any other, all of the, the Gospels were told to believe that it's just going to be better if you just get over there. Oh, instead, like we say, we have to be at home in ourselves. We have to be home. And all the complexity that that means, like this is it. This is it. We got to love who we are. We got to own up to the work that's before us. Because here on the hinge between February and March, Emily uh, in our staff meeting called it farch, if you want a new word. <laughs> farch, it just kind of captures the feeling 
of this time. I know it's sunny out today, but farts, right? It's so, isn't that great? My point is, the work of religion is in farts, my friends. It is now. It's here. Tend to your spirit. Don't wait till tomorrow. Pay enough attention to the news to activate yourself, but don't do it so much that you just throw your hands up in resignation and run screaming away from the screen. Look in the mirror and fall back in love with yourself. Prize the people around you, even when they don't seem especially prize-worthy. Don't float away. Don't hide. Tend to this world, this time, this now, this place. Jamil, preach the poem. I am home. I am home. Home. I am home. Sometimes I don't want me here. My interrogated, myself interrogated my motives for being here. Like I don't belong. Like I don't follow the rules. Disrespect my laws. I prove to myself that I exist by calling home by name. This home, this home is big, this home is black. Sometimes someone else answers, says her name is God. I am house of the Lord. I should answer my prayers and listen when I speak. Forgive myself, that human in me. I am home. Let me say, I am home. I am home. Even when I don't want me home, protect this house. Bless this house. A house divided is a house that falls. I keep me together. I am not a home if I am not there. I am home, people. <laughs> my mortgage is paid by how I see. I shine. We shine.
We're Home Depot. That's what I hear Jamil telling us, right? You're asking us, Jamil, to be at home in ourselves, home enough to love who you are, home enough to love who you're becoming, who you're not yet, home enough to lean into how you have to grow as a person, as a friend, as a partner, as a parent, as a child. Home enough to get aware of the privilege that surrounds us here in Metro West Boston and home to not get defensive about it or so hand-wringing, so hand-wringing and self-loathing and so full of fragility that we can't actually face it. Home enough not to escape these times through avoidance or denial. And home also enough to be beautiful with the world. Home enough not to lose yourself over Facebook freakouts about the thing your in-law liked or shared. Home enough not to abandon your home. Home actually to, home enough to renovate the house that is you. Yourself, ourselves, this is the only place that we have, I believe. These towns that we, that we live in, this community that we share, this country that, that at least for me is just like, just crushing me with worry. Jamil, you said, the home is not perfect. Who has a perfect home? I mean, we do have each other though. And that's something. Our hearts joined as, as one heart. All our disparate places, all our different experiences in life here together. Our lives from all over joined here into one life. Our families coming to make one family. So Jamil, say the final words. If we could, in farch. <laughs> I love that. If you could join elbows with the person next to you. And early I meant to do the fist bump, and I had people do high fives, and I realized it was flu season, so I apologize for that. There's hand sanitizer over here on the way out. But if you could, join elbows. Farch, I love that. I'm not going to forget Farch. <laughs> Repeat after me, he's one time family say, we are committed to we. We to we. Unapologetic for who we are. We are the present. We are, the present. We are the future. We are the Driven by love. Driven by love. And, a passion and a passion for solidarity in the human family. It is frustrating when lives are not valued. When lives are not valued. Therefore, we must never sever 
our efforts for peace and equality. For we are one heart, one love, one life, one people, one family. One heart, one love, one life, one people, one family. One heart, one love, one life, one people, one family. Amen. We love you, Jamil. Love you too. Thank you.